I really like our running backs. I think they're going to surprise people. I really think our old line's in great shape. I think defensively, our front with uh, everybody up front and the D-line, D-ends, and linebackers will be stronger than a year ago. And I, I think some of the new additions in the secondary are going are gonna to make a splash. Um, anyway, I think Dylan, you know, with more experience, will be, you know, will will have more success overall. And um, you know, the receivers back. There's some, you know, strong ones with experience, but I think some of the new young ones are gonna, like like always, are gonna all of a sudden have their opportunity, and they're gonna they're gonna make a difference. So I, I, I I'm very optimistic. Well, there you have it, Coach Stutz uh, himself talking about going out, catching a little bit of the scrimmage, um, running backs. Yeah, man, keeps keeps bringing that up. Yeah, it's all we've uh, all we've heard so far this off season. Now, it it sounded like it was maybe an up and down day for for both sides at times during the scrimmage. Is that the case for the running backs, or were they just pretty solid all the way through? I don't know. Because um, I just haven't heard a whole lot of negative coming out about running back so far this camp. No. I, the only thing that I heard is it sounded like the defense, I think maybe they did some short yardage and goal line periods, like dedicated periods for that that are live. And I I think maybe the, the front seven or the defensive line maybe – uh, impressed in that period and maybe made it hard on the running backs. But outside of that, didn't hear a whole heck of a lot, um, good or bad. So it doesn't really mean anything, I guess. But I'm, that's that continues to be a position that I'm not worried about. I, But I'm hopeful that we are able to uh, – generate a, a star there like someone breaks from the pack and is able to put up a huge season I think yeah. we need that it's been a while it, it's 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 been a while and I think it's been pretty obvious to the offense that it has been a while now, I, guess, I guess Gray had a he had a really solid year last year Gray had a Maybe really well, yeah but it, it just goes to the point that I was going to make is Gray was he was solid last year man he he was he was a good running back but he still didn't have the big breakaway runs that I think this offense needs to be at an elite level, right? Yeah. Like, if you go back and look at yards per carry, probably the past two to three years, I'm sure it looks fine. It looks okay. It probably ranks in the upper third of the Big 12 or so. But still, man, what they've been missing, and they missed it in the passing game last year, is big plays, man. Those big plays offensively can just change so much for you in the run game. And maybe the yards per carry average is right around where it needed to be, maybe a little bit less. But I just don't feel like we've seen the 40-plus yard runs like they had when the offense was really going. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I remember in 2020, I think it was 2020, they played Oklahoma State late in the year, and I think they had their first 30-plus yard run of the year in, like, November. Yeah. It wasn't very good, and it it was on steady decline. The running game was uh, over the, you know, the last couple of years. Last year, overall, I mean, um, as a team, ran it for almost five yards a carry, and that's on 581 carries, uh, 2,800 yards. Not bad. 28 touchdowns. I think they have a chance to be um, quite a bit better than that. 
position you feel best about on the offense, running backs? It's a yes for me. Yeah, probably just because there's, I feel like there's such good quality depth there. I don't know what my ranking would have been before training camp, but now if running back's not number one, and we've talked a lot about this guy today, quarterback is number two. And and maybe I would have put quarterback at two before training camp, but everything that I'm hearing about Dylan Gabriel has been it's it's been really good up to this point. So I'm I feel strongly about QB being at number two behind running backs. Yeah, I don't think there's a problem with that. I hope like the to me the the wide receiver wide receiver tight end and and offensive line are. The question marks, and I don't, I don't necessarily think offensive line is like a huge question mark. I think there's a chance that they end up being really good, but they're also there. There's also a little bit of a depth problems there. I mean, it it doesn't take much for an offensive line to to get thin really quickly. I I like what we have on the on the starters right now. Um, I need Sexton to get back and be a hundred percent at tackle. They, they really need that to happen. Um, you know, kind of feeling the pressure on Caden Green getting up and ready. I mean, the dude hadn't even gone to class yet. Well, I guess he did in the spring, but um, like that's a big ask for a true freshman to come in and and if someone were to go down and take an injury on the offensive line, it's just. You know, you feel good about it, and their depth, I think, looks good on paper. But, man, it can it can get out of hand quickly on offensive line. So, I, I brought up the, what ESPN said yesterday, what we'll learn about each team in September. And they basically said, well, here's who they play, here's who they have coming back, and there wasn't much of an opinion there, okay? So, I believe OU has four games in the month of September. What are we going to learn about OU um, in the first month of the season, what are we going to learn? What are we gonna learn? We're going to learn. Hopefully, that they're four and zero. That we're deep at running back because I imagine there's going to be a bunch of guys that get carries, especially throughout the first three games. Um, deep at running back, I think we're going to learn that we have some wow potential at wide receiver. I think we're going to learn that our defensive line, uh, edge, interior, just the the front four is uh, a notch or two above what we had last year as far as uh, depth and and power and size, explosiveness, and um, what else could we learn? That they can make a critical field goal if they need to this time around. That I hope a, we don't learn that. That a well, I don't. That a holding penalty is actually going to be called against an opponent this year. How about this? By the way, five games in September, not just four. Right. Five games in the, in that first month. How about this? I think we learned that we've got uh, a a future superstar backup quarterback. Ooh, okay. I would really like to find that out in the first month of the season. Yeah. That would. Uh, ease a lot of concerns going into the SEC. That w- that would be nice. Yeah, because I think I mean I'm sure you should have. He should have opportunities to play in the first month of the yeah. season. Well, and and 
we should have some opportunities for some wow moments at wide receiver. Like, I'm not suggesting that we're going to find out that we've got a a deep, consistent, right, throw whatever terms you want out there about the wide receivers. Like, I'm not sure about that, but I'm sure that there's going to be some spectacular plays from okay. Andrell Anthony, from maybe from Petway, maybe from Gavin Freeman, um, you know, all of the speed that they've got and – you know, some of the size with Anderson and Gibson. Like, if this team is anywhere functioning like like they should be for a, a, cha- a Big 12 contending team, I, we should see plenty of, of wow moments in those Let me take games. everything that you just said individually about what you think we're going to see from this team in September, and I'll try and wrap it up in, like, one grand statement. The Monday of OU Texas, after the first five games – Based off what you just said, it sounds like you believe the Monday of OU Texas will say, okay, well, through the first five games, it's pretty obvious they are better than what they were a year ago. They are better than what they were last year. How much better? We're about to find out on Saturday how much better they really are from a year ago. Is that a simple enough way to put it? Yeah. I, yeah. When, when September's done, we should be able to look around and say exactly that. We're better. How much better? See you on, on Saturday at 11 a.m. ABC in the Cotton Bowl. See you on Saturday. We can't lose to a two-loss Texas team in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> please, please. A team that just lost to, uh, to Kansas the week prior in Austin. That would yeah. be amazing. Sarks Vodka, I want to find out who's going to lead our defense on the lighted scrimmage by week four. By week eight, I want to know who's going to be on the watch list for our defensive line in the SEC Losing a lot of players after the 2023 season on the front four. I know. That's the thing. I want to find out who's going to lead their defense on the line of scrimmage as well. Um, I just feel in a weird spot where I'm not, I'm not overly concerned about if that name's going to – if we're going to hear about that name, but who it's going to be. I, is it Isaiah Coe or Dejon Terry in the middle? For this year? Yeah. Like I, my, my point is, in years past, when we would say that, well, I don't know if that if that guy is going to merge. What I'm saying is, and it's uncomfortable to say it out loud after what we've seen previously from the defense. Yeah, I, I guess I don't doubt that 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 name is going to pop on on the defensive line. I feel like that is like what Sarks Vodka wants to see in the first four weeks. I feel like we are going to see that. Mine is more of a question: is who is who is it going to be? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm. It's it's hard. Like right now, I feel I feel pretty good that they're going to be they're going to be tough to deal with on the front four. But I I I'm it, it's hard to like pick a guy that may have like some some type of wow year with a bunch of tackles for loss or I I basically have just kind of looked at it as they've just got a more sound rotation than they have had. I and it's really not not all that close. I I don't know. You look at some of the guys that were getting some rotation last year, just absolutely would not get rotation with this group. Seven one three. Last year it was surprising how undisciplined this team was at critical moments down the stretch. Does year two in the system and depth solve these issues? I mean, that to me is that was surprising how undisciplined they were. I do agree with that. No, it, it was. And I, that to me is we can talk about what position group is best and who emerges here and who emerges there. 
But frankly, like last year, outside of the outside of the Texas game, I mean, I guess maybe you could throw the TCU game in there too. But I we we didn't get outplayed. We just totally choked in easy moments and easy to manage situations, whether it was field goals or, you know, getting the call in on defense and knowing when you're coming off the edge as opposed to coverage and vice versa and penalizing ourselves after we scored easy throw in touchdown. Like it was just stuff that it's like, how in the world do you mess that up? Like we have to be so much better. Like if we clean all of those things up and are just a more uh more efficient, smoothly operating team offensively and defensively, then I mean just on that alone it's gonna make you a much better football team and you add on roster upgrades on top of that. Captain Willard can't wait for the national hot takes if DG and the receivers clean up their mistakes and Gabriel is in New York City. I can already see the permagrins on BV and Jeff Levy. I don't know, man. It's going to be a very difficult year to get to New York. Uh, reason being why? You don't think the respect of the schedule is going to be there? I don't think the respect of the schedule is going to be there. I, I, will, I do think that there is one thing potentially working in his favor for New York if he gets there. And I know this is a very premature conversation. Mm-hmm. But though it is an individual season award. There have probably been times in the past where it's been a career achievement award, right? Yeah. And if he finishes the season as a top 10 passer in college football history, I think that that could play in his favor a little bit. I don't think it could be the overwhelming reason why he makes it to New York. And to your point, it's a great story. He's going to have to throw up stupid stats. OU's going to have to be, at worst, a one loss team. You're right. There's not a lot of things working in his favor, but that could at least help him out a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. I, I'm. That's like, for me, that's like so far out of my mind right now for for Dylan Gabriel and, and the offense. I just, just, I can't. Just hit the layups first. I can't we... wrap my head around that, like what would have to happen because like you got like, you got Caleb Williams who's going to be, he'll be back in New York. Is he going to win it twice? I don't know, but he'll definitely be back in New York. You got Drake May. You got Gary McCord, your favorite player at Ohio State. Gary McCord. Apparently, like Aaron Murray and all these people at Georgia are saying the Beck kid is just incredible at quarterback. I, I'm not buying it. I'll have to see it to believe it. But if that's the case, you know. I don't even know if he has the best chance on his team to win a Heisman Trophy. And I and I think all the hype is warranted because he's a really good football player. But, geez, maybe it's Brock Bowers in Georgia that wins a, the a Heisman The second best year. player in the country? Is that what they gave him? On uh, ESPN they did, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good, but that's pretty dramatic, isn't it? He's a really good football player, man. I actually don't have an issue with it, someone putting a tight end at number two instead of just listing off the five best yeah. quarterbacks. Well – He's a really good player, but he's a really good player because of like how good they are everywhere else. Oh, it's it's a dream scenario for I mean for probably for end. every player on that team, but for a tight end. Yeah. 
when you've got backs like that, you got an offensive line around. I mean, it's but he still all, is, all of it. He's he's a really good player. Though. He still is productive. Nine nine hundred forty two yards receiving last year, seven touchdowns. Four oh five. Danny Stutzman is winning the damn Heisman. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> if he keeps busting those ketchup packets in his helmet to make him look like he's bleeding everywhere, <laughs> like a WWE wrestler, Put it then in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like the kid from Little Giants. Yeah, that's what happened. No, that was that was pretty cool. I love, he was really making good. videos after it as well, which is was just pretty awesome. I'm trying to remember. There was a player. I can't remember if it was at OU or where I remember this happening, but had that same type of injury, and it just like kept happening because your helmet keeps hitting you day after day, and it built up like so much scar tissue there that it essentially just never stopped bleeding ever. I'm trying to remember who that was, and I bet the text line remembers it. Um, how about Owen Schmitz basically yeah. breaking his nose before the start of an NFL game and running out with a bloody nose everywhere? That's great. Hey, if you're going to – I guess if if like you need to be remembered, that's a quick way to do it. Hey, one, one quick point about backers. We were talking about depth on the offensive line and, and where they're at right now. I am not saying that they have fixed everything with depth at linebacker, but – I do feel better about the depth at that position than I did back in March when it was really a concern. And Brent Venables was talking about, I mean, we got like one guy there that's played significant snaps in college football. Like we're an injury away from being in a real big in trouble. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have some issues if they suffered an injury there, but with Lewis Carter, with Connor Near, I, I, I think they've done a good job up to this point of, maybe addressing of where they're at in that spot depth wise. Well, last year we were we were young at linebacker on top of nobody knew what the hell they were doing in the system, right? So, fast forward a year, we're still young at linebacker, but a lot of those guys Canick has an extra year in the system. Kip Lewis who I really like has another year in the system. Kobe has another year in the system. So, like, there, there's guys that have have done enough to where you can put them out there and they're not going to be It doesn't lost. feel as dire as it did, you know, maybe at the beginning of spring when he first talked about the backer depth. Fair? Right. I yeah. think that's no, fair. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, we, we just – we need a lot of improvement there. I think it can happen. I think it's coming. Um, but we still need a lot of improvement. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home award-winning funeral home year after year. Our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. 
Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Look forward to seeing the ref army coming up on Monday at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond for our gridiron giveaway. That's noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond for our gridiron giveaway. Show up for your chance to win a team. If your team makes the college football playoff, you're going to win an awesome prize. If your team isn't great, if you draft Missouri, who's going to go probably 6-6 six and six this year, well, you still have a chance to hang out get one of the many instant prizes that we'll have uh, all show long. That's like 100 bucks basically. Like nice. hey, thanks for showing up. Here's a free 100 bucks. So, 
Show up for your chance to win a team. It is a lot of fun. Can't wait to see the Ref Army Monday at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. All right, so Bob Stoops joined us earlier in the show. You and I and the text line got upset about a head coaching uh, job ranking where OU was out of the top ten. And we asked Bob Stoops about it. Here's what he said about the OU job. Oklahoma in the state, because of the low population in the state overall, you know, there's always a limited number of, you know, recruits overall. But I always said the ones you get, the guys like Teddy Lehman, guys like Rocky Kalmus, guys like Jermaine Gresham, guys like Sam Bradford, guys like Jason White, Gerald McCoy, you can go on and on and on. There may not be a lot of them. But they're as good as, as you can get anywhere in the country. Uh, and look at, at Jamal Brown I left out of there. I mean, you go on and on about the quality. You get great players here out of the state of Oklahoma. So the big numbers like you get in Texas, just because of population. Uh, but our geographically being close to Dallas and that whole region gives us a different advantage. We've always considered that in-state. And I believe those players down there look at us that way. So anyway, uh, that was a positive for me when, you know, about this job. It's always been that way. Uh, The other part for me was we're a national brand. You look at our recruiting throughout for the last 20, 50, 60 years, we do get players from all over the country uh, that are top, highly recruited players. Not everyone can do that if you don't have that name brand that we got. And you get that name brand. The other part I would say is our tradition and history. It's second to none. And, and uh, you know, that makes a difference. Uh, there's, when you go out recruiting, you know, recruits have a confidence that, well, they've done it for 50, 60 years. Why won't they do it in the four years that I'm there? And, and that usually holds true. There you go, Bob, uh, making it rather simple, and it is the most important part of a great job. Well, we are in great shape to get great players, whether in our own backyard, in the state of Texas, or nationally because of our brand. Yeah. That kind of covers it. No, I think it's uh, I think it's big. You know, like, I love, and, and I, it, it already feels different in state recruiting right now, right? Um, we talked about 25, four players currently ranked in the top 90 of the 24-7 sports rankings yeah. for 25. Four in the top 90. Dude, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've ever seen that in my lifetime. Four yeah. in-state kids in the top 90. Well, there's, there's some good talent out there. Um, and, you know, the fact that it's Oklahoma is, like, Players around the uh, around the the state see it, and I think for a while maybe Oklahoma's not hasn't felt accessible for a lot of players, and I think now with the the numbers in the the walk on and preferred walk on route and some of the just the in state talent that they're paying to, not just paying attention to actively recruiting in a big way. I don't know. It just it seems to feel really good right now. 
I mean, Brent Venable showed up in during a six and seven season, had a top five recruiting class, the highest ranked class of the modern era. I, I don't know if that just makes the point, but it it helps the point that OU had its worst season since 1998 and had its highest ranked class in over a decade. Yeah, and you can get you can you can get players here. Yeah, and they you know they've got a chance to to continue that and have a, a really solid class again this year. They just can't can't have any more of the can't situation. Can't miss on David Stone. Can't yep. miss on David Stone in 11 days. Which, you know, I don't know how people want to like, label him, but, I mean, I guess technically is an in-state recruit, you know? I mean, I, I don't know how – like, I know he doesn't play here right now, but – I mean, this is his second year. Situation. Second year out of state or his second year at IMG. I, I mean – I, I, w- I would count him as an in-state kid. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Phil's, um, Phil's really good right now in the uh, the in-state recruiting world. And we'll see if we continue to, to pump out good players. I mean, I know, like, just naturally because of the the numbers that you have in, um, you know, it's a smaller state, that there's going to be a pretty big variance perhaps between one year to the next but hopefully, uh, hopefully the standard continues to rise. Uh, rumor today, it hasn't been confirmed. It came out this morning by Brett McMurphy. OU Cincinnati is going to be big noon kickoff, 11 a.m. Central Time what up do you there think? in Cincinnati. Well, I think it will be a big noon game. Makes sense. Cincinnati's first ever a team that was just in the playoff two years ago against a team that's about to leave the conference. Big noon just that that makes that makes sense. We better um, look good. From the OU side, I don't I don't hate it, man. I actually don't. Even though it's only a thirty eight thousand seat stadium, I'd rather play that one at at, uh, at noon than I would late at night. Thirty eight thousand jam packed can still get really loud. Sure. And whenever you look at that stadium, it it's built to be loud. It's it's kind of I don't know, is there campus downtown? It looks like I've it's kind of like ne- never been to Cincinnati, so I couldn't tell you. When they show, um, like you know, there's whenever you click on the little page for the game, it'll tell you where it is, and it has like a little tiny little picture of the stadium. It's like I don't know it. It feels like it's kind of packed in there, like it's going to be loud. Like if they one on one side has a full upper deck, um, the other side has a press box on it, and there's like some bigger buildings. It'll be as loud it. as thirty eight thousand can be, is yeah. is what you're saying. It's I think it's going to have a good feel to it. Their best player is last name uh, Corleone, the defensive tackle. They got two good defensive. You tackles. can do a lot of uh, cool things if your last name is or your, if your best player is Corleone. I think I they call know. him they call him the Godfather. I he's six one and three hundred and twenty three pounds. You're almost guilty as soon as you show up somewhere, right? Though I mean, <laughs> gotta have that hanging over your head. I, uh, I, I, I'm reading about Dante Corleone, Cincinnati's nose tackle, their best player on um, the the Athletic does this every year, the top 100 freaks list. Yeah, and no OU players were listed as one of the top 100 freaks in the game, but. Just give it time. P.J. Atabare will be on this list in no time. I have no doubt about that. Yeah. His, his brother was on this list last year. Um, but as I scroll through this, man, there are a lot of TCU guys on this list. Yeah. A lot of TCU guys that measurables or what they've done in the weight room this offseason, it's just like, ugh, that's, that's, that's freaky. Yeah. So they're, I feel like they, they routinely have that. They kind of – yeah, at um, – 
at maybe like defensive end and like corner, they've been pretty solid since mm-hmm. they've entered the Big 12. They they find guys and they develop. They've done a great job of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm um... all that to say I've just if there's a team that I've trended positively on the past two months, it's it's TCU yeah. in the conference. We're both there. We're both there. I can't wait to see what they've got to offer. Um what do you think though for okay, the eleven o'clock kick in Cincinnati, what do you think the the travel party from Oklahoma is gonna look like? Um, for that game. So a game we've never we've never played there. Yeah. And that's going to be a tough ticket. Probably first. won't ever play there again. It's going to be a tough ticket. It's going to be an expensive ticket because well, it's only thirty eight thousand, right? Every single Cincinnati fan wants to go to that mm-hmm. one. I I don't think it's going to be the best road crowd. Um, this road crowd you see all year long, just because of that. But there's a lot of fans that live in you know Ohio or Chicago, and their closest game was the Iowa State game in Ames. Who well, was that's our the buddy? Cincinnati game this year? Yeah. Who was our buddy in Cincinnati that used to call Randy in Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, he'll be there. I bet I, it'll be it'll be nice. I, I mean, the largest uh, representation of OU fans at a road game is clearly going to be Tulsa. I still think there's going to be a lot of OU fans in Provo, though. And I guess those plans could change if the season doesn't go all that well. But I, I think more people would be excited to go see BYU one time rather than Cincinnati one time. What does your road game situation look like so far Going this to year? Tulsa. Okay. Uh, OU Texas, duh. Mm-hmm. Going to BYU. Okay. Um, 50-50 on KU. We'll see about that one. Not going to Stillwater. What's your beef with Cincinnati? I just I, I have to do at least some postgame shows around here, so that's, that's the one that I've said. I'll do a postgame show for that one around here. Okay. All right. Got to let the, the ref army around here at least hang out for a couple of games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Unless I find an SEC shirt, then I may be going to Stillwater. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. You, didn't someone bring you one or say they had one? Someone, I think Cherokee Suter said that he's ordered his <laughs> SEC. I think his SEC shirt came in and he's ready for the Bedlam game this year. I love it. That's, right. that's just asking for it. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience with almost 3,000 of your favorite games. Come enjoy our 17th birthday with our $100,000 new scene 17 celebration. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win every Saturday in August. You won't find better than number one. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. 
unbelievable heat is here. And it's hot, hot, and hotter at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4X and take up to 5500 off MSRP. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno right now for sizzling savings just for you. We're turning up the heat. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophy shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lung screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you the final hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Some on the text line are saying, well, I mean, OU has played at Cincinnati before. True, but they played where the Cincinnati Bengals play. Ah, neutral site. Haven't played at the... uh, Yeah, OU has quite the knack, right, of, well, we'll play at your place, Cincinnati, Houston, but... We're going to play at the NFL Stadium instead, huh? I think it would have been better to play at Houston Stadium instead of Reliant that time. I don't know, because at least during that drubbing, I was indoors and cool. Fair. It would have been worse to be outside and humid that day. And who knows, maybe you never would have had your wish of... Uh, Running into Major Applewhite in the bathroom. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
Should have done a Mac, Mac Brown voice. <laughs> uh, uh, good what stuff. are you staring at, Major? <laughs> something. Would have been great. Uh, OU fans, big uh, tailgaters out there got their wish today. What a win it was. Yeah. Lindsay Street tailgating is coming back. That's it, right. It's, Public it, dude, tailgating on Lindsay. It's one of the most fan popular fan-friendly decisions the university could have made today, right? To where in unison the fan base said, yes. I, I feel like people who don't tailgate have never tailgated and will never tailgate right. are still happy about or even yeah. are even happy about this news. Yeah, it's a change in, um, I don't know if attitude is the right word, but it, it, it makes us appear to be a um, – they're encouraging fans to show up. It's more fan friendly. Right? It's easier. There's more more public spaces available. I mean, it's not some huge stretch, but it's something. Right? And uh, I like it. I think it's a uh, let's just let's not make them regret the decision. Okay? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> there's always a chance that could happen. The dynamics of an OU game day are are quite interesting. Just because of the options that, that you have, you do have the option of tailgating, but you also have the option of bars, which are close by as well. Right. And at Nebraska, that's the case as well, but I don't think at every school, like Kansas State, you better pick one. Which one do you want? You want to go to Aggieville, or do you want to tailgate outside the stadium? How It's not a walk away. I mean, you can walk, but it's not, it's not campus corner to the, you know, the stadium around here or anything like that. Is there like a, is there a mass group of people that kind of walk to the stadium together from Campus Corner around kickoff time, as it gets closer? So to I get done with pregame an hour before kick, mm-hmm. and there is a long Steady, line of people, yeah. long line of people walking from Campus Corner to the stadium around forty-five minutes before. Okay. Or you know, however long it takes me from an hour to download a quick uh, Pacifico yeah. to get to the game or two <laughs> to to find uh, maybe maybe a buddy on the on the way at his tailgate to stop mm-hmm. in, reach into the ice chest. Yeah. Do you ever see OU as a big time tailgating game day environment? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Think the SEC is gonna really push for that or really push that? I just I think that there is, I think there's pent up demand. And I think whenever you have a year like next year where you're going to have Alabama come to town, like we've never struggled. The environment is awesome for your Ohio States, your, your Notre Dame's, those type of games. Like when you've got Alabama coming to town, it's going to be huge. When Tennessee comes to town, it's going to be huge. When South Carolina comes to town, it's going to be huge. And whenever you have that, throughout a season and you have a bunch of it's not just one that people have circled for three years that we're waiting on it's going to be a steady stream and the schedule for the season after that is going to be um, somewhat similar with big names coming in I to me it's going to it's going to relight the fire and it's going to be okay I don't want to miss that party we need to be there that's that's my personal feeling on it. I guess I could be wrong. The Brent Venables hire kind of relit the fire with the fan base, right? And if that wasn't enough, I feel like you're right. The SEC is going to do something very similar when it when it rolls around. Right. I, I think that OU fans, I know OU fans see the environments in the SEC, 
And OU fans want to be viewed the same way as one of the toughest destinations in all the college football. Not to say that no one thinks that they aren't, but OU fans want to be in that category. So just like the overall program, the best of what game day experiences have to offer, we're, we're going to see that, especially in the first three to five years of the SEC. And you get it rolling, buddy. You start winning a lot of games, maybe rip off a national championship. It could get to a level of crazy that maybe we're not even imagining right now. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's like we, our fans have never failed to show up against a big team in a big moment, um, highly, highly rated or highly thought of national type of team, a non conference game, or even whenever you go back in conference. I, our our fans show up whenever there's something there that's that's worth showing up for. Um, I mean, they show up anyways. They've always showed up, but I they, just they, they were o- OU was on a three game losing streak last year. They just got blanked by Texas, and they played an 11 a.m. game against Kansas. And I remember you and I on the Thursday and Friday saying, "Oof, like what 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 should we expect here? What 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 should we think about the home crowd? Are we going to see?" 70, 75,000 people show up. And I remember for that 11 a.m. kick against Kansas, OU on a three-game losing streak, that place was still it, – it still looked packed to me, man. Hey, and if that doesn't teach you that our fan base will show up to cheer you on whenever you're great and show up to cuss you out whenever you're bad, <laughs> I don't think anything will. Uh, I love that. <laughs> Jim, right? and Ar- Jim and Arlington in all caps, can't wait for Arkansas. Three exclamation marks. 918, do the fans have to pay to tailgate? You can pay to tailgate, but no, you don't have to pay to tailgate. You just got to show up really early to tailgate in these public and, places. And I don't even know how that works. Like, is it the day of, or it's like, I think it's they 5 used to open it up. Friday? They used to open it up, uh, and maybe they still do, like Friday at Friday at 5, I think. Like is, when, is, when is like, right? the official, like... Uh, parking pass stuff expires, you know, at 5 p.m. on Friday. Captain Willard, you know what's funny about tailgating in Norman in the 70s and 80s? It was a virtual free-for-all, and then there were hardly ever problems. There was a water trough filled with overpriced ice beer every 10 feet in every yard and all over the sidewalks of Campus Corner. We did it before with minimal issues. We can do it again. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, they would, the city would come in and shut you down in an instant if you were selling overpriced beers out of an ice chest in your, in your driveway or in your front yard. I think it's a hell of an idea, but you know the city's got to get theirs, man. You can't be selling tax-free cash beers right there on premises. That's a jailable offense these days. Can't even have a garage sale without paying a fee right. these days, right? 405, the atmosphere we've had compared to when Lindsay Street was open is night and day. Lindsay Street was popping. Blank. We were playing beer pong back then. I do yeah. I do think that there's I, I think that there's something to having an awesome tailgating scene and how that can flow into the environment of a game day. I think that that can play hand in hand with one another. I think it. I think it does help out the environment. I want to know who the person who officially brought to order the resolution that 
the city of Norman or any city anywhere is going to charge someone (laughs) taxes for selling your own garbage (sighs) at a massive loss. I uh, I knew I was halfway through the garage sale joke, and I knew that it was going to fire hey, you up and get you in a bad mood. But shouldn't have done it. If that alone doesn't make you hate government, then I don't know what does. All right, quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up. Six five one three four three nine Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is the Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Summer sizzles with scorching savings at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. 2023 Buick Enclaves. Take up to 4550 off MSRP plus 3.9% APR for 60 months. Or 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to 4500 off the MSRP plus 4.15% APR for 60 months. Buick sizzle at Dorsey Jones. And when you step out of yours, well, hot, hot, hot. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Aaron Watson. Aaron Watson in concert. Thursday, September 7th at 7.30 at Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. Reserve seats on sale now at the Casino Cage or online at ApacheCasinoHotel.com. Pick up his new album, American Soul, out now. Aaron Watson's Rough Stock Roadshow Tour. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Summer's heating up, and so are the deals. Cool down at Heyday, Norman's only family entertainment center. Endless fun awaits. Mini golf, laser tag, rope scores, and revolutions for the 21 and up crowd. Plus daily specials. There is something for everyone at Heyday. Shop the International Pantry on West Lindsay Street, Oklahoma's kitchen destination since 1978. Offering cookware, cutlery, bakeware, barware, ethnic, and gourmet food. Coffee, tea, cooking classes, bridal, and gift registries. The International Pantry is a candy and toy store for those who love to cook and eat. Don't miss Wonder House Design and Consign, where Norman shops for all their window coverings, upholstery, fabric, custom pillows, wallpaper, and consignment needs. Wonder House Design and Consign, locally owned and operated, is your design dream. When you shop local, it stimulates the economy in our community and benefits local schools and nonprofits. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. 
Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters, like Lake Thunderbird, by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our stormwater, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Final segment of the day, closing it up on this Tuesday. Yes, thank you, Captain Willard. Good stuff again, boys. Get those evening plans finalized via text and block out some time for a nice cold Pacifico. Yeah. Will do, sir. Will do. CBS has overrated, underrated for their uh, for the AP poll that was dropped yesterday. Mm. See if we agree with these. Ooh, I don't agree with the first one. Overrated Washington at number 10. Actually, 10? I, like, I like Washington this year. The team... That beat Texas last year and is ranked, like, right next to them. Where's Texas ranked? 11. Yeah. They're overrated, but Texas, I don't know, maybe they're on the list too, I guess. Uh, overrated Ole Miss at 22. Okay. I think that's, fit. Uh, that's, I think that's, that's, I don't have an issue It's hard with that. to be at 22 and be overrated. Yeah. Underrated Notre Dame at 13. Mm. Mm. Who are you going to put them in front of? I'm not going to put them in front of anybody. Well, I'm, I'm asking the rhetorical question. Like, if they're underrated at 13, you're going to put them ahead of FSU? I mean, some people might. I wouldn't put them ahead of Washington or, or Tennessee. I, I, need to, I still need to see more offensively from Notre Dame. I do agree with this one. Underrated Clemson at number nine. Strong agreement. But, I mean, here's the thing. I guess the hope is that bringing in a new offensive coordinator is just going to fix everything. Like we talked about this before, Klubnik showed a little bit, but it's not like he was great down the stretch, right? He I was feel just like okay. he made more plays with his feet than maybe he did with his arm, but that was in the limited Clemson football I watched last year while he was playing. His numbers on the year: sixty-one of a hundred, sixty-one um, percent. We can even do that math. That's Two great. touchdowns, three interceptions. 
Not great. Underrated Bama at four. I agree with that one as well. Yeah, that's and right. And underrated South Carolina. Well, they weren't ranked. Yeah. Ah, it's hard with South Carolina. Brutal schedule. Toughest schedule in America. And I just – I don't know that they can afford – they lost a really good running back and a really good tight end, right? Yeah, amongst some other things as well. Supposedly More they're going to be – More than one tight end. Like, uh, Rattler last year was running for his life. Not much offensive line there. Supposedly they're going to be better on the O-line. And then last one, be. overrated Oklahoma at 20. Overrated? They didn't really say uh, that, but I'm sure they were thinking it like everyone else has been nationally all year long. Yeah, I don't know. I felt pretty good that someone had us picked to go 7-5 and five as an improvement over last year. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Ice cold Pacifico time. We're out of here.